Hello, nurses. This is Wacko from Animaniacs, and you're listening to The Riley and Kimmy Show. You know why? Because you're smart. See you later. The Riley and Kimmy Show. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Just by the sound alone, you know we're out and about. We took the Batmobile on the road. We headed to Mount Dora, Florida, and the Riley and Kimmy show is on location, unofficially, just going about, roaming around Renegers Antique Center in Mount Dora, Florida. Now, this place is huge. 700-plus booths, open Saturday and Sundays, Antique Center with 200 shops and you can find deals here from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and also special events that are happening. And we're, uh, we're spotlighting vendors and things like that that uh, just come across our eye. And I'm going to ask Kimmy here, what do you think about uh, today's event? Or uh, we got a Christmas event on that's happening as we record this show. Uh, what do you think about uh, what's going on here at Renegers? Oh, it's it's really nice. It's a nice, relaxing day. It's it's uh, really peaceful. You know, they have the Christmas music playing and so it's a little bit of a breeze and the sun's peeking out. It's nice temperatures. It's just a gorgeous day. It is. And I, I'm. this has been recorded when this is uploaded, recorded uh, a little bit of time has passed, a, a day. This is recorded on Saturday. And by the time this is uploaded, we have finished being in Daytona Beach at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. And I'm pleased to announce we spoke with some people at Renegers. And the Riley and Kimmy show will be at certain events in 2016 here at Renegers. Mm-hmm, that's right. And I will uh, talk about one of those before the show c- concludes uh, that we will be part of for sure. And we'll have that uh, after our little tour here. Uh, see who we can get to uh, talk to us here at Renegers. What do you say, Kimmy? That's right. Let's go. Checking out all the vendor area of, or the entire vendor area of Renegers and Mount Dora. And having a good time, Kimmy? It's, yeah, it's a great day. Uh, and, you know, what I thought I would do right now, we, we had some individuals say, you got to talk to the people with the treats. And I said, the treats? They go, yeah, some dog treats and things like that. And they said, you are the expert I need to talk to about dog treats and animal treats and stuff like that. What, what do you have here? Well, my name is Sarah Sowers, and I make all-natural dog biscuits, and I also have branched off and made um, human treats. Get out of here. Now, so you started with the animals, right? Was it because of a a pet, a dog, or somebody? Well, my grandparents got a dog about three years ago, and he's a Cocker Spaniel, and every time he would go to the bathroom, he would expect a treat. So it started adding up, and I decided to start making them. Well, and so... I'm sure, you know, let's face it, you probably don't have all those nasty ingredients in the doggy treats, right? Yours are more healthy treats, right? Yeah, they're all natural and made of nothing that you wouldn't want to eat, so you know that there's no extra sugars, fats, or preservatives. And, you know, that's something a lot of people don't realize, you know, doggies can get diabetes too and things like that, so you got to, and some dogs, let's face it. And they might have a little weight issue going on, right? I mean, I have a big guy who's over 210 pounds, 215, and he has a little bit of a weight problem. So this kind of stuff would be good for that kind of dog, right? Yeah. And for other pets, too? 
Um, well, some people say their cats and rabbits eat them, but I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, okay. Now, what are, what are some of the treats that you have for, let's say, for uh, the dog? What, what What is something you can name that you would have here that I'm looking at? Because, to be honest, I'm not sure which is the human and which is the, the dog. Well, the ones here are the human treats, okay. and um, the ones over here are the um, treats for dogs. Okay. And... I have a few different kinds, and the most popular ones are probably the peanut butter treats and the um, loaded baked potato and the um, bacon and cheese biscuit. Those sound yummy. (laughs) And I know dogs love peanut butter. Oh, yes. That's probably one of the most common ones. Now, how long does it take you to make the, the the treat that you have here? Let's say you want to make the peanut butter ones. How long will it, will it take you to get those ready to be sold? Um, each batch probably takes about 45 minutes just to cook because they need to be at a certain temperature for a long time so that they dry out. Um, if they're too moist, then they get moldy and they won't taste very good. Uh, okay, dogs are picky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then um, you have to wait a while for them to be like extra dry because otherwise the bags get moisture in them and then they will also mold. So that probably takes like an hour. So that's how about how long it takes. Wow, there's a little bit of time involved. It's not just something, bam, you, you have it ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you have to definitely manage it. <laughs> now, where are you based right here at Renegers or are you at other locations, website? Uh, or how, how can somebody find these yummy treats for Fido? Um, I have my own website, um, begaliciousbakery.weebly.com. And um, I basically do this out of my kitchen and come here, come to Renninger's for uh, big events. Okay, would you recommend Renninger's to people? Oh yeah, it's definitely pretty cool. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking time talking with us, and I hope to talk to you some other day when we're out here at Renninger's. Thank you. Kimmy, we've made it into the vendor area of Renninger's, and we have our second guest here. We interviewed somebody outside. Uh, about dog biscuits and now we're going to talk to somebody I believe about collectibles I have Debbie here hello Debbie hi now what is the name of your business yo it's vintage yo it's vintage I can remember that that's pretty cool and I've heard you've been part of Renegers for a long period of time I have have. I've been setting up doing their shows for over 10 years 10 years Mm -hmm. so I, I can venture to say you like coming to Renegers. I love Renegers. The owners are amazing. Tony puts on the best shows. It's a good time. All right. And what what are we what are we looking at here? I see some Tonkas. I see an old washboard. Uh, is, is this just like whatever? It's uh, a hodgepodge. I get a hodgepodge of everything. I don't go with just one thing. I like shabby. I like rustic. I like modern. I and so I just try to mix it up because I want everybody's business. Wow. And, I mean, I'm, I'm noticing an old telescope on tripod. I, I'm seeing all kinds of things like here. hunting telescope. Oh, like for uh, target shooting, spotting, and things like that? Or No, for things you eat, deer, well, etc. I meant also for targets. <laughs> you can sit there and see how you did on the target. I mean, right. right. <laughs> a field scope. I don't yes, remember the exact... it's a field scope. Trying to find the right, you know, words here. But you could use it to look at the moon. I guarantee oh, that because I've done that. You that, and we did that. He got it out the other night and looked at it and said, look how you can see the moon with yeah. that. Yes, because it's, it's low enough power, yeah. too, where... It, saw no yeah, aliens, but... Well, you didn't? No, but they're there. You know, you think so? on the other side of the moon, the dark side? Uh, they're on this side of the moon. They, really? They are? Of course. When, when did they land? Have they been there for a long time? They've been here forever. So Look at Tom. Tom's an alien. Okay. So when 
when man landed on the moon, you thought they did. You believe they did, right? 1969 was oh, that. Oh, now we're getting to another subject. Do did I did it happen or didn't? I, I personally, this is just me personally. I think it was a Hollywood script. Oh, okay. So you're like Capricorn One movie from the 1970s. I, I get it. Okay, all right. I was just, I was going to ask I'm if born you know, in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. I was just seeing here if maybe the the moon people, the loonies, I guess we'll call them. Mm-hmm. You know, lunar loonies. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they shook hands with some people up there. You know, when we sent people up. There. Yeah. I, I'm just yeah. asking how this works because you know when I was real little, I tried to see the Apollo astronauts with a telescope about like. And they that. weren't there, were they? It didn't work. I know. I was I was upset. I couldn't. See that flag? You know, the way it is is if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. I'm like, where's the flag? If you can't see it, put your hands on it. It's not true. But they they have, you know, they left a, a, re, a mirror up on the moon and they've shot a laser back on Earth to that mirror and it's bounced back. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. so we we know they've been there. Oh, oh, is that in the Star Trek, like in the seventies? Well, they actually did. They actually did that <laughs> recently too. They, is that in that? Is that in the they, new Star Wars movie? No, no, out? no. That's how they actually measure the distance between the Earth and the Moon if there's changes and things uh, like that. Okay, yeah. yeah okay, so okay. we know it happened, but I say so. We're gonna scratch that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have a very good friend who's starting out in radio TV who totally believes it never happened. So. Yep. If, I'm uh, not alone. No, you're not a loony. Just like we're not alone. <laughs> oh, okay. So, see, you have a fun booth. I I, I, I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah, All know. right. So, I got somebody who believes that there are loony. I mean, there are lunars. There, there are, are loon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you said on the moon. Uh, yeah, moon and here. <laughs> oh, okay. But they're fun loonies, right? They're fun loonies. Yes. Now, uh, what is the one highlight for you, like an event that stands out for Renegers? You say, hey, this is the 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 big one that they have, or are they all just really? Um, the answer to that where most people would say, oh, it's the extravaganza because it's the three big ones, you know, for the year. You can see all those little orange things are all out there. Those are all running out. This place is packed. But I like the ones that Tony puts out, like the fall in the field and the vintage spring garden show because it just seems like, I don't know, people are happy. They're always buying a mix of everything. I just like I think they're a little bit more personal. That, that, I think, is a good thing, too. And that's one of the things I noticed here. It seems like the vendors get along, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I've been some places I, before where, you know, there's a little vendor, vendor rivalry, yeah. you know. Yeah, normally, yeah. And I've known managers long enough that, so, like, when I set up uh, for the extravaganza on the market side, they always go, oh, I'm giving you a good neighbor. Oh. Yeah, because that's just the way it is. If you have a good, positive neighbor... You, you know, if you set up next to somebody that's like, this show's horrible or this place is horrible and this that, it just puts out a nasty vibe to right. your customers. But if you're positive, then, you know, people will buy. Yeah. See, that's the attitude to have, right, Kimmy? Yep. Absolutely. And, and we've seen that also in the comic book nerd world, you know, where at a convention or something, you have people that look like they're at the dentist's office when they're trying to sell their product or yeah, whatever it is. you can't do that. You can't look miserable or I mean if you are then you just be a good actress and pretend you're not <laughs> I do that at home <laughs> no I, I, I don't believe that I don't believe that. I don't believe somebody who believes that just people living on the moon is like that at all do you Kimmy no no no, no. all right well <laughs> I, I have a feeling you're gonna be set up here again correct yep yep, yep. Um, Tony's next show 
Over here will be the steampunk show. Oh, the steampunk industrial show. Yes, and that's a fun show. Just to people watch alone, it's amazing. Well, we've been invited to that, so we will be here yeah, as well. It's a it's a fun fun show Now, to watch. Are you going to go all steampunky yourself? No, actually, I'm the the freak here. A freak? Yes, I have to say, when I did the steampunk show, the last one, what month was that? In October? Yes. November or something. Anyway, I took a walk. And they were all like everybody dressed up and everything was over there in the corner, and I had an outfit like this, like you know, how whatever this is called. And they looked at me like I was the biggest freak in the world when they had yeah. their steampunky things on, and I thought, well, I feel really out of place because I just. But no, I'm still not dressing yeah, well, up. No, no, wait a second. I have, I have some spare top hats. Do you want a top hat, maybe? D I did actually. I got one of those little tiny ones that they were selling at the end, and I put it on <laughs> at the end. But still, with this outfit, just doesn't. I, I have some goggles, you know. The you want, would you like me to? No, I have Ravians. No, 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 no! You can't wear those. Come on, you know I can get you little goggles, steampunk goggles. Yeah, no. Aviator goggles. Come on. No, I put that on the skeleton I displayed out front, and I would say a hundred, hundred fifty people took a picture of themselves with the. Yeah, yeah. Did you take a picture? Yeah, did yeah. we did. Yeah, that was my. That was my spot. Wow. Yep. Well, that's probably on our Facebook page and website. I'm already there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're there. You're there. So I'm trying to encourage you. Steampunk it out. You need. Yeah, we want to see in steampunk. Work. I own two bustiers, and I put one on the the last show, and I said, no, this is just. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. But about, I am getting a new tattoo. So. Oh, you're getting a tattoo. What kind of tattoo are you going to get? I'm not sure yet. It's an annual thing now for my daughter. She turned 16 last year, and we went. We got matching tattoos. So, in 10 more days, 11 more days, she's going to be 17. So, not matching, but we're going to get tattoos again. Um. You're not going to get it where it hurts, right? Not on like the ankle. Everywhere you go <laughs> for a tattoo, it hurts. Oh, I thought I, I've been told by people, oh, it doesn't hurt at all as long as you don't do the ankle or the hand. Oh, no, no, no. They say closer to the bone, it hurts. But I, I have two. They both hurt equally. And you're going back. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I'm either getting a koi fish or a bug or something fun. Nothing, nothing that's going to offend anybody. Okay. No steampunk skulls or no skulls or aliens or moon people or moon people. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So, will you have this by the steampunk show? Oh yeah, yeah. So we can come back, interview you, and you can do a show and tell I of might the have tattoo. A whole sleeve. You're gonna do a sleeve? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're really? You're gonna do that? Or are you no, gonna eventually. wait? I waited this long, wait. so now that my skin's already getting old, I figure in a couple years it'll all look fresh. Now, wait a second. Are you going to be one of these that puts the fake tats on? No, no, Oh, gosh, no. No, 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 no. Well, you said the sleeve. You know, they do sell the tattoo sleeve shirts. Yeah, no, no, no. That's like I said. We got, my daughter and I got matching ones back here, and now I'm going to get, like, a koi fish or something okay. fun. Just for the steampunk show. All right. We, we will have a show and tell, Kimmy, right? Yeah. Are you going to get a tattoo, Kimmy? I don't know. I can let my guy know. He can go. You know, <laughs> see, see, see. December 18th. I, I don't know. I might someday. I you know, I am the worst artist on planet Earth. I can sketch you something <laughs> that they can tell. I am. You know, I am two things. I am the worst cosplayer on planet Earth, and I am the worst artist. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I'm not drawing my own either. Come on. I'll sketch you something. It'll be cute. Yeah. Let see, him do it. Let him do it. Well, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> see how Debbie is? Yeah. When you say comics, the guy that does our tattoos, his name is Kent Marvel. Okay. So you oh, have to trust him. Well, there, we just don't have a DC character done by Kent Marvel. You know? <laughs> yeah. you, you, That's you, his real name. Wow. 
that is pretty cool. Yeah, they kicked him off of Facebook because of that. That's what? what he just told us last week. Yeah, they um, because they said you need to prove it. And he said, I'm not sending you my birth certificate and stuff. Get out of mm-hmm. here. He's so right. nice. Super nice guy. Okay. Well, okay. Debbie, I'm going to let you get back to the booth. I'm going to let you get with the customers here. I'm going to get you to just having fun. Okay. Yeah, and, and doing your thing here. and yeah. and. I appreciate well. I appreciate you spending some time with us, and I look forward to talking to you coming up at the. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be steampunking with you. Awesome, good, good. Uh, and I'm going to bring a hat maybe for you. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> now we move to a different vendor, and the vendor we're talking to now. I hope I'm, I got it right here. I'm going to look at the name. It's Vintage Living Marketplace, and we're talking to the proprietor, and that is Terry. Terry Ireland. Terry Ireland, right? Yes. Sort of like from my Irish history, Ireland, right? You got it. I have a feeling you probably have some Irish history. You need to have that Ireland name. Well, we do. We have Scott, Scott and Irish. Oh, you can't put those two together. Well, we did. Oh, boy. I bet, <laughs> I bet, I bet that was some fun back back in the day. <laughs> I'm sure it was for them. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> boy. Okay, so we, we proved that Scott's and the Irish can get along together uh-huh. here. And, and you have your display here and i guess you've been part of renegers for a long long time quite a few years i'd say probably about four so obviously you like it here oh we do very much so um the renegers are super sweet to us um we do events you know we bring our little camper and it's a little 10 foot little glamper we call it and we um stay out here and do our shows and have met some amazing people and they're just always you know welcoming that's that's the thing I noticed. It was warm. I'm going to use a uh, hokey, corny term, warm and fuzzy. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, yeah. and, and I've been at other, like, antique malls and yeah. stuff, and where X dealer does not get along with Y right. dealer, you know, and it's like, right. and if you're at Y dealer's thing, X is going, why are you over there? Right. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But I don't see that here at all. No, not at all. It's like all the vendors, it, I think it has to do with the type of merchandise that we sell, that it brings back good memories to people, and... It makes them feel good. Mm. So, and we all like love each other's stuff. Mm. And you know, they may have something that you love, and you have something they love. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you're based out of Melbourne, is that Rockledge. Right? Okay, Rockledge. Okay. Is that in that area? Yeah, or? between Coco and Melbourne. Okay, all right. Between. You're a Space Coast person. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so you you make the trek here quite often, mm-hmm. and. Give me an idea of, you know, I, I'm i seeing maybe some porcelain uh, here that you have, possibly, ceramics at least. Uh, and yeah, we do uh, primarily like um, vintage furniture, we'll paint, we love the chippy paint on pieces, um, we love to find vintage inspired things as well to enhance our booth, because that's what the younger crowd likes is the vintage enhanced, not necessarily the old stuff. But they do love, you know, the wood furniture and things like that. Now, when you say vintage enhanced, I mean it's been customized? Somewhat, or just vintage inspired is probably the better word. Like, you know, these bird cages and things like that. Some of this stuff is, you know, we find at, you know, say garage sales and estate sales and things like that. Not everything is, is vintage, but the younger crowd loves the things. Like if you watch that show Fixer Upper, they do a lot of vintage inspired things. Um and that's what the younger crowd loves. Interesting. Now, are you a picker? Can I say, is that, is that what you're doing when you're not doing this? Yes, that's what we do. We go around to, um, we'll it just drive down the road and we see something interesting. We'll stop and talk to the people. And, and usually they're welcoming and let you come in and take a look at what they have in their barns or what have you. Now, have you found stuff thrown out on the curb? 
that you've uh, be honest here if you've driven by and you see something and go oh whoa whoa whoa, whoa they're, they're actually throwing that away have you done that oh yeah every single day i'm looking i'm looking it's like you can see it a mile away well, tell me some some of those a big jackpot item one that just made you go oh wow we we this i'm not you know either yeah. it was a oh wow memory factor for you or it was just you know a, a dollar factor Mine's wood. I love anything wood. So if I see salvage wood on the side of the road, in fact, I was driving down River Road in Brevard County one day, and there was some old wood out front, and I stopped, and the gentleman inside the house came out and said, what, what are you going to do with that? And I said, well, we built stuff. And he's like, well, then you might like what's inside the house. So he invited me in the house, and he was cleaning it out because his dad had passed away, and he gave me chandeliers and oh. trunks full of linens and you name it. It was like the best score ever. Wow. 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 So, have you now? Okay, I know there's the one show on TV where they they open up the uh, storage unit, right? right? Have you done that? No, we never have done that. Because I mean, no. I I don't know if I would ever do that one. No. It's, uh, you know, that, that's, that's a big gamble, and I don't want all the extra junk. It's yeah. like I only buy what I love in hopes that other people are going to love what I've bought. Yeah. And I, it's worked so far. That'd be like playing Let's Make a Deal with Monty yeah. Hall kind of thing, yeah. and I don't like that idea. Right. It's not, not not a good thing. Right. Now, since you've been here quite a bit, what is like the one or maybe two events that really stands out to you that has that big old wow factor where you're like, oh, wow, this is just, I mean, they're probably all great, but what's yeah. like a big one for you? Um, Fall in the Field has always been a good show for us. The garden show that they do in May. And then um, extravaganzas are always great. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I just asked your uh, I don't want to say booth mate, but one of your dealer friends, uh, Debbie, uh, I asked her if she's going to be steampunking. Now, are you going to be here for the steampunk industrial show? No, we tried oh. it. Oh, no. What? 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 Can I, I well, was hoping. See, like a lot of stuff we have is not particularly steampunk or, you know, what, what I envision. But, you know, Tony's always encouraging us to come out and do it because she said, you'll be surprised at what they'll buy for steampunk. Yeah, yeah, come on. We know some of those steampunkers. They, yeah. you know, yeah, they, yeah. they're eccentric, some of them. Right, you know? yeah. And I was hoping to see you in a top hat. <laughs> I don't own one. Well, I do, and I can loan you oh, one for the day. See, that's like, you know, I got spares. Um, we travel and do other shows too. Like we go to Texas to okay. Round Top, and uh, the, I don't know if you've heard of the Junk Gypsies. They have no, a, no, not that one. A TV show on HG, okay. and it airs on Great American Country. But um, we um, sell to them. They're one of our customers. They come looking for us. Wow! And they love some of the things that we bring from Florida. And um, Rachel Ashwell always visits our booth, and she's the queen of shabby chic. Whoa. I just happened to found one of her books here today. Check that out. I know. And then um, Fixer Upper Joanna Gaines stumbled through our booth the last time we were there. And um, Miranda Lambert, I had a pink fireplace mantle that I had traded with another girl. And within 15 minutes of having that pink fireplace mantle in my booth, uh, Miranda Lambert's folks were in shopping for her bed and breakfast in Oklahoma City. And they bought that from me. And I didn't even know who the gals were. They just said, oh, we're decorating for for, for a bed and breakfast. And then when they wrote out the the receipt they put the, from the pink pistol and it's like oh my god this for miranda lambert and they're like wow. yep wow so it's pretty cool some of the stories that we've heard and and some of the people that we've met we've done a show in texas at a ghost town called jay lorraine ghost town outside of austin and we met some incredible women that are just like oh my gosh i want to be you when i grow up oh wow yeah that's really cool it is cool now, what's your next event outside of here, outside of Mount Dora, that you're going to be as, or one that comes to the top of your head in 2016? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that 2015 is 
coming to a close. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is our last show for the season. And then um, next year, a lot of the shows don't really start until April time frame, and that's the Fancy Flea, which will be in Plant City at the Strawberry Festival. Oh, you're going to the Strawberry Festival. Yep. Now, this is our it's not the Strawberry Festival. Okay. She just does it there at their oh, grounds, okay. at the campground. Okay. And then uh, Polka Dot Flea in June, which is in Orlando, and that's a big indoor show. Okay. And Fancy Flea again in July and November, and, and the Renegers has their special events that we come and do as well. Okay. Well, I appreciate you giving me a little bit of time here yeah. and showing me some of the stuff. Sure. And this has been fun, and I hope to see you again out here. Okay. Well, you will. Now, the sounds might be a little bit different for the Riley and Kimmy show right now because where we are is we are... Well, why don't you just describe where we are, Kimmy? We are in a horse-drawn carriage. That, that's right, a horse-drawn carriage. Actually covered one, too. Yes. And this is this is so cool. We are actually having a tour of Renegers here, right? Mm-hmm. And can, can you believe this? This is awesome. Now, I went horseback riding with you quite, quite often, and I actually like this better. Yeah, this is nice. This is, this is very nice, and I encourage people to come out to Renegers um, because there's just so many different events and things to do here. Um, Captain Rich, is uh, is it piloting the horse, Kimmy, driving the horse? Uh, what is it? How do you... He's, I don't know what, it, what the term would be. Okay, it's one... He, he's steering. Yeah. Uh, okay. Steering the horse for us and giving us a tour of the, uh, the grounds here. And I mean, it is huge here at Renegers, isn't it? Yes, it is. Now, I was going, well, I think I may have mentioned because in one of our uh, interviews here that uh, people saying Merry Christmas and, and they're already doing Happy New Year. And I think I mentioned, or if I didn't, I will mention that uh, Renegers has uh, invited us to certain events uh, at the coming year, 2016. And the first one we will be part of is going to be incredibly fun because. Well, some people we know are part of it, right, Kimmy? Uh huh. That's right. And the one we're going to be part of, the first one is it's going to be the Steampunk Industrial Show that happens in January, towards the latter part of January in 2016. That's right. Now that is something to really check out if you've never ever uh, seen uh, steampunk performances, and you will have an opportunity to just be oh wowed because. Phantasmagoria Orlando will be performing, right? Yes, they are. And I highly recommend them. Uh, they are steampunk, or they are a steampunk Victorian horror troupe, and they actually do fire performances. Yes, yes, they sure do. And if you miss them performing in Daytona Beach at the Daytona Beach Comic Convention that happened on Sunday, December 6th, you'll have an opportunity to see them uh, perform. You'll be able to see them perform at the Steampunk Industrial Show happening in the latter part of January 2016. Now, we're going to be part of some other events, too, and we will keep you updated with which ones we'll be at out here at Renegers and people saying Merry Christmas. It's kind of cool. I'm doing my parade wave. Yeah, it is. It's sort of like we're in a parade, but we'll keep you updated with those events that will be happening out here at uh, Renegers, just go to our website and link onto our social media pages. We have so many that we are connected with. And if you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow and like you back. And you know, Kimmy, if you can hear, well, I, I'm, I'm hoping the microphone picks it up. We have some uh, jingle bells behind us, right? Yes. Now we had to stop the carriage ride because it unfortunately came to an end. I, I could ride all day, couldn't you? No, me too, yeah. Now what I think we'll do here is he, he's already given me a quick thumbs up. We're going to interview 
the captain, the driver of wow. Ulysses the horse. How, how's that, Kimmy? That's excellent. Yeah, let's find out what's going on with him and a little bit about Ulysses. And let's just do a little, uh, you know, I've never interviewed somebody who's actually a, a carriage driver. Me neither. So this would be kind of cool. So let's uh, talk to the captain here at Renegers. Now, I'm going to talk real quick here with Captain Rich. Now, Captain, I'm going to ask you a quick question. We're here with, and I'm not going to say the horse's name because we don't want something to happen. Okay, okay, with Ulysses. And my question for you, first of all, what is the technical term here? Are you driving the horse? Are you steering the horse? Uh, she and I were debating this. What is the, the term for what you're doing? It's actually like Teamsters for ah. trucking. We're a team here. Okay. And uh, he has 18 voice commands, so I really don't have to use the lines, but I do just for safety's sake. And I talk to him through the whole ride, telling him what to do, and he does it without fail. Get out of here. Now, how long did it take him to learn that, that kind of work? It took him probably two and a half weeks because I, when you train a young horse, you team him up with a stable, more... Uh, mature horse and then that horse will work the pee and vinegar out of the young horse if he gets snotty oh this one never did this one just fell right into it like he was born to do this and uh, that's why he learned so quick and I worked on him for probably about a month so he could get 18 voice commands underneath his belt so to speak so I could just talk to him tell him what to do it's true that horses want to work right I mean that's they want to do something i mean that's they're enjoying what they're doing right oh absolutely uh i'll go out in the field and when i choose him and put the halter on him and as i'm leading him back to the gate he just looks so regally to everybody else and very snotty like hey i'm going guys you guys got to stay here uh they love to ride they love to work they love to be interactive with you and so when you ride him people go oh gee you're riding well yeah he loves to do this some people say, oh, he's pulling that wagon. It's so heavy. My carriage is full with four adults and two adults up here. It would take them nine pounds, no, 30 pounds of thrust to begin the carriage moving. And a child nine years old can exude that. And then after it's rolling, it takes eight pounds of thrust to keep it rolling. Wow. Now, you have an 1,800-pound horse in front of you. Is that going to hurt him to pull this? Of course not. 1,800 pounds. Now, I thought my big dog at 215 pounds was big. 1,800 pounds. Yes, that is absolutely true. But, you know, he is so, so people-oriented. I have a very short story I want to tell you. Um, if you get on my website, mistyedge.com, as you open it, you'll see on the left center of the page, he and I are looking at you. Underneath that, there is two paragraphs. I can't talk about it because I get really emotional because I love this guy, but I had major surgery two and a half years ago, and this boy brought me through this recovery service. Excellent. And that's what it tells, uh, that's what it says on that uh on the website. I, I love hearing that, and not to upstage your thing, I know where you're coming from. As I mentioned, my big dog, um, about four years ago, I almost passed away, and I owe him for being there for me. Uh, die? <laughs> I, I, I almost actually, it, it, it was one of the, they gave me two, it was two scenarios. It was death or lose a leg. Oh, my God. And as you see, I still have both legs. So, wow. Yeah, I'm very That's lucky. Amazing. And that do, And that dog... Um, uh, he, uh, I was going through hyperthermia, and he kept me warm. Oh, how 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you and I, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, have something shared. So, I will definitely put a link to your story. I want to know the story. So, uh, and I understand being emotional, you know, and talking oh, about yes. that kind of thing. I, I totally understand. Now, do you do rides at like for events and things like that, um, or do you do uh, horseback rides and things uh, with your stable? I mean, what else do you do? I do uh, rides for parties. I do rides for private parties, picnics. Um, I do rides for company picnics, weddings. I do a lot of weddings. And I cover the whole state of Florida and half of Georgia. Get out of here. So you, okay. you, No, no. So No, my foot's by the wheel. No. Um, <laughs> don't want to have that problem. Um, so you've obviously been around horses for a long time. Yeah, I'm afraid to tell you how old, so I'll just say, yeah, I have been. Wow. And, uh, you know, for me, my, my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather raised horses, bred, and um, I, by the time I came, my father didn't have me until he was 50, uh, he was out of that. And I did, I just discovered that world. Uh, so it's, because Kimmy, a couple of years ago, took me horseback riding for the first time, and I fell in love with that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it connects me to my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather. Of course know. it does, Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, it's amazing. He, he has four years of Pat Pirelli's training in him. Wow. I went to a seminar and I learned it and then I kept in touch with, uh, the Pirelli organization and worked four years to just give him confidence. And I mean, he has chased down snakes that have been crossing our path in a, a, a trail. Chased them down. Yes, he, he would He would see it before I would, and I would see him just stomping his feet as he's going forward and starting to trumpet, and I'm thinking, what is wrong? I look ahead, and there's a snake, and he's going in the grass, in the weeds, after the snake, stomping and snorting. His mom did the same thing, too. Scared the dickens out of me. Wow, so he's protecting you and yeah. everybody else. I, I, I've never heard a story like that. That's, that's really cool. I've never seen a horse do that either, but uh, this boy did, like I said, just scared the heck out of me the first time he did it. Well, I, you, you're amazing me with some extra stories here. I can't wait to read the story that we just referenced to. And I hope to see you again in the near future because uh, I, I find uh, you a, a very warm soul. And I, I find a very special uh, person to have met. And I hope to call a friend someday. Well, thank you so much. I, I would appreciate you calling me a friend, too. I will be here the 23rd and 24th of January when we have our Steampunk Festival. Oh, well, we will be. We've been invited as uh, guests here, and so I guess we will all be together. That's right. I will be steampunked up, and I hope to see you guys steampunked up, too. Now, will Ulysses be steampunked up? I'll see what I can put on him and uh, make him look a little steampunk. <laughs> what, a derby, maybe? A top hat? Could be. I may put goggles on him. <laughs> and he's looking at us as we say that. Yes, going, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's going to be a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you at the Steampunk Industrial Show. Uh, we'll have links to that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Captain, thank you for being part of our show. You're more than welcome, and thank you so much for talking with me. What a fantastic person, right, Kimmy? Oh, he's cool. Yes, the captain is really cool. Captain Rich, correct? Yes. And uh, we have a link on our website to his uh, Misty Edge rides. Uh Uh-huh, Misty Edge carriage rides. That's correct. We have that right on our website. I think... uh, Kimmy will be taking that home with us, and we will be uh, uplinking that. Matter of fact, by the time you listen to this, you will uh, hear that MistyEdge.com is a place to go to for Misty Edge carriage rides, right? Yes. And we highly recommend them. And just a fun individual, if you get a chance to uh, go for a ride with him, uh, one of his carriage rides, you will want to do that. And by the way, you'll have a chance 
coming up at the Steampunk Industrial Show. Yes. And that, I can't wait. He will be here both days. And I have a feeling Ulysses is going to be steampunked a little bit. That would be cool to see. And I think he will be too, right? Uh Uh-huh. And can you believe it? Actually putting maybe a derby or a top hat or goggles on Ulysses the horse. Oh, that'd be so neat. And you can see, yeah, and you can see that right here at Renegers. And that will be at the end of January, right at that time period. We have a link right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts.